Hello, welcome to the 404 Films Podcast. We have a little different intro today. This is uh, an original piece from a friend of ours, Siobhan McKeon, wrote it for a short movie or a fake trailer I made way back when, starring some of my guests today. I have more new people, some very new, interesting people, and Glenn, who you might remember from the Simpsons Tree of Horror episode. <laughs> so, okay, let's do introductions then, okay? Obviously, I'm Carl. Uh, we have Glenn again. There you go, Glenn. How are you getting on? We have Andrew Bradley. Hello. Nice to be here. Uh, wow, very very politician-like on a radio show. Very good. <laughs> and uh, David Dixon. Hello. Hi. So today we're talking about something completely different, and you're probably like, why the fuck are they talking about this on a films podcast? But it is my podcast, so I guess I can talk about whatever I want, and we're going to talk about Last of Us Part 2 and that's like the closest thing closest game to a movie I can think of so it's pretty much like we're talking about a movie except you know in it a lot more you're the stakes are a lot higher for you so the guests here are a little I guess more game savvy than I am I'm particularly bad at games I'm still playing a game that's over like 10 years old still playing Call of Duty Black Ops on loop I won't hear a bad word about that now in fairness <laughs> The only reason I still have my PS3. Uh, there are worse games to be playing. I mean, the reason why we're talking about this, though, is I feel like it's the the right time to talk about it. We're going to talk about a game that came out, I think, about, what, six or seven months ago? I think at the start of the lockdown. And now we're coming full circle and we're almost back there at in March. So we're, Ireland, I don't know if who's listening to this, but Ireland isn't back in another huge, big lockdown. And what a better time to play a game about the end of the world than actually being... At the at end, the of, the end of the world. When did the yeah. when did it come out again? March or something? Was it? Uh, May, I think. Middle of May. It was yeah, game of the year as well. So. Times. Yeah. Nineteenth of June. Ah. We're going to talk mainly about the second game today, but if we kind of go back and talk about the first one as well. But when the first one was kind of advertised and everything, I kind of knew I was going to play it. The guy who made one of my favorite games, which was uh, Uncharted, I loved all of them. Neil Druckmann had a big part in it. I'm not sure if he was the soul maker of uncharted or he had a big partner but it's basically just if they took uncharted and made it a drama and made it like a serious kind of horror game survival horror i mean i guess that's what you'd call it so obviously i was gonna like it you know i think that's a good description yeah it's it's a uh, very different uh compared to their previous like obviously they made Cra- naughty dog made it for, made crash bandicoot and uh jack and daxton then uncharted but even though uncharted's very uh like I love the Uncharted games as well, but they're very kind of pulpy. Nothing wrong with that. I love pulpy stuff, but uh, the first last, the Last of Us is a lot more. Yeah, uh, uh, emotional. What's the word? Yeah, it's Ser- a lot yeah. more. Uh, well, obviously it's brutal, but it's it's very much more like the stakes are a lot higher, and it's less of a a fun yeah. kind of romp of a game. You know, it's a great story as well, which is kind of rare in uh, like there are games that have great stories. But I think if you were to tally up the amount of games that have genuinely great stories versus books or films, I think unfortunately games don't have quite as many at the moment. I think that's why we're going to talk about it today, and that's why I wanted to do this, which is we've been ha- like have this had this on the burner for ages so um andrew you even did a promo for us that hopefully everyone has gone and seen now i hope so but that was made last time we were in lockdown you know i solely kind of play story games i might not be good at them but like my favorite games are like the uncharted games and and this and spider-man like they're all story heavy games with big emotional beats to them so if anything that's like a movie i want to play it so yeah this it's rare to see a story like a a game that has such a good story that you can't can't just watch it 
like Glenn, you were saying that your sister didn't even play the first game. Yeah, watching the entire walkthrough. Yeah. Like, watch the whole big watch yeah. like it was a film. I think that probably speaks to how cinematic the game is. I think when it came out at the time, it was um, a game that kind of stood apart from the others in how cinematic it was and the what it did for narrative storytelling in games and what it did for video game acting. Because I think, I think games have always been a bit behind with the quality of acting. They've always been a bit more hammy. I think it's just the nature of the medium because of how much more... It's the priorities of what you're fa- you're focusing yeah. on, yeah. There are obviously, you know, Metal Gear and stuff. There have been exceptions, but for the most part, yeah, it's kind of lagged behind a bit. Like, you ever look at the early voice Resident acting? Evil. Resident yeah. Evil 1, it's like, oh, no. And I think I think a lot of the that kind of hammy stuff probably comes down to a game just has way, way, way more voice acting and stuff. But I think this was just done so well and so tightly, and I think... That's why even even going back and playing it, I I played it back before The Last of Us Two, and I think it holds up really well. Whereas other games from twenty thirteen probably wouldn't. Just on the um the voice acting though as well, yeah, and it was one of those games that didn't fall into the trap of getting a quote unquote real actor to be in it. Where it's okay, we're gonna take Peter Dinklage, I'll I'll use him as an example, and put him in a game because he's a movie star, and then not being able to translate well because he's not a voice actor and he does a really bad performance you got two pretty great voice actors carrying this whole well yeah carrying the both games now the second one has jeffrey wright shows up as isaac in the second game oh this is going to spoil so much oh yeah spoiler alert for the entire last of Us saga spoiler alert joel dies joel dies joel dies joel dies <laughs> yeah jesus yeah yeah well we gave it like uh what yeah, six-second warning right there. I mean, look, I, I lasted, what is it, like, how many months? I only ended up playing it because uh, you ended up giving me a lend of it, Andrew. But, like, it was how many months between me playing it and then it coming out? And it was like, I avoided Joel, the whole spoiler. But when everyone kind of turns around to you, and I this is the whole thing with, like, spoilers and movies and stuff that I really, I hate them. And when people say to you, oh... Uh, a character will show up at the end of this or you won't believe the ending or did it get spoiled for you there's a big thing for something to get spoiled for you you're kind of like the big twist but what the fuck you know now i'm gonna guess what it is and it it sounds kind of bad but when people when you literally somebody you know will come up to you and be like has it been spoiled for you there's a pretty big spoiler in it you're like great now somebody's gonna fucking die i know somebody's gonna die or something's gonna happen or you know but when it's like just immediately comes out and it's like well wait till you get to the big twist it's just like i won't tell you what the twist is but there's a big twist it's like oh for fuck's sake now i'm gonna guess you know i knew one of them was up to die like you know i mean it wasn't helped in the fact that there was a massive leak very shortly before it came out you know if you're on the internet at all there it was a very dangerous place for people just throwing in spoilers even if you weren't looking for them, which kind of really sucks, like people going around ruining it for people, searching people out just to screw them over. Fake out videos, you know? <laughs> uh, they did the big thing for, uh, I know, like other movies that I could draw com- like uh, comparisons to, like Logan, stuff like that, you know, in Avengers, uh, Avengers Endgame. There's huge, like, look at this collage of photos and you, you look at it and you're squinting and then it says in like really fine letters, you know, Iron Man dies or some shit like that, you know? But uh, <laughs> just on that topic of Joel dying... I I um, I don't want to get into the, too much of the weird toxic shit that's come out of this second game. So this kind of be my only note about it, and, and you can say what what you will about it. But I cannot get over how upset people got for a character, a fictional character dying in a in a game, a, a character that's literally when you watch it, if you're really into it, 
it, it ends like for him that's the end of his there's nothing more you can do with the joel character i think after that point it was uh, like a a really good decision to kill him off in my opinion and people who don't like that fair enough if you're gonna be a dickhead about it i guess you're just a dickhead you know but i didn't see his character going anywhere after that it was a perfect kind of starting point to the entire game. I agree. And I think, you know, it gave it gave motivation for the whole game. I don't know if you want to go fully... Are we going to go fully into The Last of Us 2 now? Or do you want to... We'll just jump back and forth. Like, jump yeah, between. So like, As it I, flows. I guess if you're listening to us, you're a fan of them. I'd hope so, because I just spoiled it. But if not, the whole ending is that, you know, Ellie would have to die for humanity to be saved. And Joel decides, no, fuck that. I'm going to kill everybody. And I'm going to keep her as my surrogate daughter. Turns out there's a whole lot more like you that are immune. There's dozens, actually. Ain't time for damn bit of good neither. They've actually... They've stopped looking for a cure. Just a really kind of fucked up selfish act, and that's why it's this bittersweet kind of ending of the first one that made so many fucking macho guys playing a cry because Joel, Joel's my, Joel's my guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that one point of emotion, and when he was killed, it just ruined it for everyone, you know? I think killing off Joel near the beginning of part two was, I think it was a great decision. And I think it was one that, like, it didn't surprise me all that much. I mean, I had watched a couple of trailers, and it was very clear that the game was centered around Ellie. So I I guess if you weren't looking at traders and stuff, I I don't know maybe. But I mean it's like her face is on the box. It's it's very clearly her story. The first game was Joel's story. It was his story was told, and I think his character was explored. And I think I think at this point Ellie is the more interesting character because she's grown up and she's you 100%. know it, it's 100%. kind of exploring. It needed, it needed to move her. on, you know. Yeah, I would say it does explore his character a bit though. Like in the, because in the game there's flashbacks and stuff to uh, Ellie and Joel hanging out and stuff. Like when they go to the museum, I would I would say that that does kind of explore Joel's character a bit more. You know, like I don't I think I do think though that it was I do think it was time for him to die though. I think they got as far as yeah, like yeah, it is good true. motivation for the character. I wasn't too surprised that they killed him off, and I think it was you know. Yeah, it was well done and how it played into the story. Like it was, it was funny. It was not funny that he died. It was funny the way it was revealed to me because I, I was like, okay, he's dead for sure. But then she's going around the house, and I, I'm laughing more at my reaction where I'm like, oh, is she gonna go into through like a room and Joel yeah. like in a coma? But then she's there yeah. like smelling his jacket, and I'm like, I, I don't think he's coming back. And then it just cuts to his grave, and it's like, okay, yeah, you know, he he's he's definitely dead, you know. I do. For me, it's um. <laughs> First of all, I think after the first game, it was inevitable that one of them had to was probably well, going to well, die. Well, David, you play both of these. You don't have the same, uh, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You I was going to both of them back to back when the second back to back for the first time. Yeah, because uh, I wanted to spite people by not playing the last was because everyone told me to. I didn't have the same. Uh, what's the word? Built up over years, sort of attachment to the characters. Like I grew attached to them definitely over the course of the game. But I played the first one, and then the second one came out like the week after. So for me, it suddenly felt very sudden. I was like, oh, okay. I was sort of expecting more. I don't know why why I felt that way. But now my only issue is more how it was done within the confines of the story. It seemed a bit uh, out of character, a little for to me personally, after just playing the first one. Uh, you know, the immediately trusting these people. Tommy, this is my brother. Joe. Although uh, Tommy, uh, Joel's brother, is the one who reveals who they are. 
it all seemed very like, oh, this isn't a good idea. This isn't a good idea. You shouldn't do that. But again, I just played the first, so maybe I was. It's taken the time. The you know, time skip. It has been five years. As well, and, into context, yeah. that they like that they've softened yeah. quite a bit, and um, that's yeah. what I was going to say it, would, it was really out of character for Abby to do that. And I was like, David, she wasn't in the first game, man. Like, then you didn't even play both of them. <laughs> have you? Um, I yeah, I I I get what people are saying about how it, it seemed kind of out of character for them to to trust them so quickly but i do think the the years in the interim that we missed out yeah could have a big you know they've been living a settled life in a town which is you know fairly normal kind of day-to-day existence it's not the survival situation they're in anymore so he's also been shunned it 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 makes a bit of sense shunned by ellie so he's probably trying to be a better person after being you know quite a fucking cold you know killer i guess like at that whole like you're shooting people you're running around shooting people in the dick gun. and everything at the end of that first game you know uh so i guess he's tr- like trying to be a better person so i mean it, it was well it's like the circumstances of the scene there's like a blizzard and like hordes of the of the uh clickers and stuff so what do you call them like infected that's like a one of them there's different stages yeah there's the runners the runners, I think, are in that particular scene. Like they're all chasing after them. Uh, I th- I think it is possible. I know it's a game about like survival and, and trust and stuff, or like survival and lack of trust of everyone. But like, I think I think at the end of the day, people do kind of look for connection and stuff like that. So it kind of makes a bit of a bit of sense with what you're saying. I mean, if you look at like the first game, you had, yeah. you know, there there are multiple times where you meet up with strangers and just briefly. Yeah. Team up with them. You've got like in the first game you got Henry and Sam. So basically what you're saying is David is wrong in his opinion. What's it like being wrong, David? If you if you can say that more clearly for the viewers, just to tell David he's wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, sorry what's guys. It like having a opinion. Um yeah, it's a very novel experience. <laughs> it's um, humbling. It's a humbling experience. I, it happens so rarely. A humbling experience. Humbling experience. I apologize. I'll never be wrong again. David, what was it like though playing it back to back? I made the mistake of not playing them back to back. Like I know, Glenn. I think you played them back to back. Yeah, I replayed it just before. And... I'm not sure about you, Andy. I did. Well, I I played the first one back in the day, uh, and a couple of times since, and then played played it in the lead up to the new one. So I did play them back to back. Yeah, no, I've I played it back in the day as well, and it was one of those games where it's like, you know, this is amazing. It's my favorite game. They announced that they're gonna make a second one, and it's a bit like, oh, maybe don't do that. Don't don't touch it. You know, don't don't ruin it. Before I go into playing the back-to-back, I do think that making a sequel at all, I don't know if I would have done that. Easy for me to say. Uh, I think the way the first one ended would have been... I don't know, I, I felt the original ended fine, but, you know, hey, they can do what they want. It was a pretty, it was a pretty like, cut-and-dry ending. I, I Like, when they said, let's do a sequel, it's a bit like, uh, not really, you know, anything to come from that. Like, there's not much you can do. They obviously did do something great with it yeah you could follow different people i guess or something like that they are very they feel very different playing them back to back they feel very different they definitely do there's a very different tone in the second one it's more bleak it's more depressing i think that the second one tells a completely different story though so i I think there was room for that second yeah when the part two was announced i was definitely in that i had that same feeling where it was like okay i i don't know but i think it was unlikely to be bad with how with Naughty Dog's track record and the games they've made, and it was going to be entertaining. It's it's kind of just okay. I'll trust them. It was going to play well. It was going to be yeah, entertaining. Definitely. The second one has a completely different theme, and like they kind of ruined the theme for me 
not like obviously didn't ruin the game but like uh, like it's a whole revenge tale and i love revenge stories there's not much new you can do with them but this one's really great because it's like i'm gonna get revenge for you for doing this and then i'm gonna get revenge on you but not if i get revenge first <laughs> i'm coming back to get more revenge so it's just like how it never ends but when they were like abby's walking around her her um facility and she's like uh oh are you done reading the count of monte cristo <laughs> it's just like oh i wonder what they're talking about there you know so that was kind of like okay. here is revenge yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the big departure in this game was and they they hid it in the run-up it wasn't in trailers it was it was very much they very much wanted it to be a surprise was the big switch in the middle where you go from playing as ellie to playing as abby and then you slowly realize, or at least I slowly realize that, oh, this isn't just a, it's quite a, long a game. one-off. This is the rest of the game, or a good chunk of the rest of the game is going to be playing as this stranger. I love that. I learned to love it. I will, first, when you're doing it, you're a bit like... Because the only time you play as Joel is when he's riding the horse into town. And he tells his brother that the whole story, and that's it. I think that you never play as him again. Yeah, I don't think you play as him in any of the flashbacks. I think it's always. Yeah, different. I think it is. You don't after that. The idea of playing as Abby straight after. He, I think everyone was just like getting the character to like run face first into like hordes of the zombies or whatever, or like throwing her off a cliff or doing all this shit, you know. Like, but the the more it goes on, it just shows you how cool like character development can be. Changing a character who you think is a dickhead. It's like the the whole thing to me felt like a TV show because it's a it's more rare in a movie for you to look at a bad guy and be like oh now i get him because a tv show has so much more time to give you a whole episode where you're just following around the villain and you realize what like his whole backstory and what he's had to go through so you completely get it that being said when you fight um ellie as abby the minute like she gets stabbed in the neck and you die i was like okay that's the end of abby's character i guess we were moving on and it was like oh no no she's a boss you have to fight ellie like a like a boss yeah that was kind of felt a little strange yeah for me it was uh first of all in terms of gameplay and just story i do think it's a very bold move uh to do something like that i don't know how many really like high high highbrow like triple a games would ever be allowed get away with that just doing something that crazy i can make this quick i know you're in here I only my only two issues, quote unquote, would be, I think, in terms of pure pacing, it kind of you know you're building up at the end of um, Ellie's story, and then you have to build up all over again. I just when yeah, I first yeah. got to Abby's side, yeah, I, I found it hard to keep playing for a bit because it's like, oh well, I'm kind of yeah, it is a sharp transition, yeah, yeah, and because Abby's side has so much stuff going on, I thought Ellie's side in retrospect is kind of boring. Like a lot of it's doesn't not much happens. You're just trying to get from one place to the other. If you really think like plot-wise compared to what goes on with Abby's. I feel like Abby's exploring a completely different part of the world entirely. And then, so it kind of goes yeah. longer. It feels like there's more, there's more in it. No, yeah, no, I, I just, I agree that it's, it's something that was genuinely unexpected. I think whether or not you like, you like it, you have to give them credit for doing such a bold move and being able to push the boundaries of, of kind of storytelling in games like this. Because I, I, I can't think of any other example of anything like this before i i do agree though that like when you're doing something like this there's going to be issues and i think you're right about pacing because i think really it ends on a cliffhanger with yeah. ellie and it's that's like know, 15 it's, it's hours like a, until a you yeah and then you're like oh okay we're gonna get a bit of backstory and then we're gonna lead back into it but it's you slowly realize that it's I was realizing as I was running around and I was like, okay, of new weapons. Okay, there's a whole... Yeah, it's nearly like you're waiting. There's to a whole upgrade back, system yeah. for all these new weapons and I'm starting from scratch here. 
oh okay this is gonna be a long time it, it's funny like it was like i've seen like other media like i've seen tv shows do that as well with a movie you can do it because it's non-linear but back when i used to watch the walking dead which you know it's not a good show but one of the things they do is they focus on characters an episode so they end with a cliffhanger like what ellie had and then next week it's a completely different character that you forgot about and it's all about them so you wait like two or three weeks to get back to that cliffhanger and that's the, the real issue i thought with with the pacing but i didn't really have it once you kind of get through it and and it because it just piles on more and more entertaining things as abby and and because it's all new it's like you're fighting the uh yeah. scars and you're fighting the rat yeah. king and you're doing all this yeah. cool new shit and you're also getting this really good emotional kind of arc with this character with her and own and her dad like joel killed her dad and you find out so i, I like I, I get it with people, but I think it would have been a lot easier if they hadn't have just ended it that quickly with a cliffhanger. If it just kind of, I don't know, it just didn't end it with a cliffhanger. Just she gets back there and then we cut away and we play as Abby, you know? I think there could have been different ways yeah. of doing it. Like maybe day one, Abby, day one. Uh, like I think there are other ways you could have played. They may have considered all this and just decided that that's, they were willing to put up with that as the opportunity cost and just go all in on how they had it. They might have just wanted that stark feeling. I think I had heard that there were actually some decisions made quite late in the process where they had these scenes and they were like, okay, where do we put them? Yeah. And they kind of built it after having the scenes already made. Like there was stuff that was shown in the trailers that I had heard. I think like the scene near the end with, with Joel and Ellie on the on the doorstep that I think that they were considering. They, were, they weren't sure sure where to put that. And the barn scene as well. They were, they seemed that. randomly placed. I, I think I think it's great though. I think that they're great just pepper throughout the way they did the flashbacks i liked having to play as abby for that long because after you've played as ellie everything that you've done as ellie gets better and better yeah. when you play as abby so it's like you're there petting abby's dog and it's like oh that's the dog we just shot in the face you know what i mean i felt bad enough doing it Stupid dog. and then when you find out how close it is to abby you know what i mean that's like that was her dog and oh and just seeing all of her yeah. friends get fucking mown down was like amazing like the pregnant woman gets killed Owen gets killed and i was upset about yeah. that and then manny gets his face blown off which is i didn't i didn't think that was it never occurred to me that, that was tommy that you were fighting through that whole sniper battle thing which is a fucking great set yeah i i only i only found that out kind of way later that was really cool like that stuff is cool i i understand what people are saying though in the sense that like playing devil's advocate because i have been wrong before as the rest of you have said so i'll be wrong again the the whole in, in on two fronts first i understand people saying that if you take it from ellie's perspective in the story like for example at the ending just to jump there for a sec when she doesn't kill abby and maybe for us playing like i was very glad she didn't and that you know you can break the cycle as it were go oh. Take him. But in the context of the story, I don't know if Ellie herself would do that necessarily to get that close and then just decide, actually, do you know what? I'm not going to do this. Well, and then going back. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you go ahead. You finish your point and then I'll, I'll give out to you and how you're wrong. <laughs> oh, no worries. Um, <laughs> apologies. Yeah, in advance. Um, and then earlier on, I, I do. Again, I can see why people think that it's a little. Uh, What's the word? What's the, what's the word you would use? Emotionally manipulative to just have, you know, oh no, you killed, uh, you know, such and such. I don't, I don't really 
think it is overly i understand why people would think that i don't i didn't really think that i'm like you know they are you know you're killing people here who they know i'm just trying to say i play devil i understand i don't think any all the criticism of the game necessarily means that you you know you hate whoever or hate this or hate that just trying to you know acknowledge that side the criti- critique of the game but anyways i am wrong as you said no 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 i get you it's just my my i don't know obviously you're not wrong it's a, a very healthy conversation you fool <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's like um the reason I think she she comes in at a much lighter kind of tone is like the whole Ellie kind of that ending I fucking love as well. And my problem with pacing is I people said the game is too long. I say to those people, fuck you. You know, <laughs> how much money did you <laughs> pay wrong. on this game? Like you want to get something that's worth it. Like, you know what I mean? So a long game I like. So the only issue I have with it is the ending. The whole last like time jump could have been a bit longer. Yeah like in regards to the resort bad guys you know when like dog the bounty hunter the fella that looks like dog the bounty hunter shows up that could have been a little longer for me and they could have been fleshed out a bit more because they just seemed like characters they were throwing into it uh, like villains for like um we just need a couple of bad guys kind of thing yeah Yeah, just for for ellie to shoot i I think it was that they were it felt like they were there just to have someone to shoot at um rather than having much of a meaning to the story yeah no definitely but like a fucking yeah. amazing set piece like like the the radio is playing because i thought the first one was going to end with this when joel is in the uh laboratory you know but doing it in the second game it's like everything they didn't do in the first one they kind of fixed in the second one so like ellie's like unreleasing un- all the the clickers on the chains and they're, the guys are listening to a radio in the resort and she's setting them free and she's killing guys and they're getting killed by the clickers and it's this whole kind of thing but they could have been fleshed out a little more because they were pretty evil. And the reason why I think, you know, you're saying, I don't know if uh, Ellie would have killed Abby. It's Sorry, I just want to say, really fucking yeah. annoying that they both end kind of the same, Ellie and Abby. So I'm going to yeah, get you this mix them up, up yeah. like, all the time. <laughs> but uh, when she sees Abby up there, it's like, she is, like, Abby was a pretty brutal person. When people say that, like, Abby's the worst, she did no worse than what Joel did. Joel tortures people in the first game. Like multiple, like he shoots shoots him in the dick like ten times or some shit. But like when you see, you know, like Abby's not perfect either. Yeah. But when you see Abby at the end of it, she's been through some fucking shit. Oh, like, she's been broken down. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. Yeah. And God knows, possibly even worse. Like so, I guess when she sees what she's gone through, it's like, like it's not even a fight. Like is she just really gonna go up and be like? Yeah, I'm gonna go kill this tortured woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of have she to like takes in. her I, down. I, yeah. Isn't she like hanging up on a stick or something? And Ellie take, takes her down just to fight her. She threatens um uh Lev. Yeah. I love the, all the new characters as well. Lev, such a good character. That whole sequence actually gave me fucking vertigo when you're going yeah, through all, all the skyscraper uh, tunnels and bridges. Yeah. And yeah, that was really well done. I think there was one bit where you where you fall, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, actually felt like I got really into it. Not the most popular oh move. Try not to look down. Shit. Yeah, it was a really nice attention to detail where whenever you were playing as Abby, if you ever looked down at a height, no matter where it was, the screen would start to shake. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really cool. The character would start yeah. like freaking out more and more. The whole flashback with ellie as i think you said david like uh emotional manipulation in a way where it's like it's a great place to put the flashback and a kind of nice little kind of cherry on top it's this bittersweet moment where she's like i'd like to forgive you i don't think i can ever forgive you for that but i would like to try i like that 
I like that too. It made me a lot happier and stuff. But honestly speaking, though, imagine you know how cool it would have been, or like the balls on them to be like, oh, that never happened. She never had a moment like that with him. She never got to say how she felt. He just died, and that was it. And that's how the world is. And so this is a much yeah. more cinematic kind of. Oh, remember this flashback where I got to forgive him, and I like it. It's very nice, and it made me feel all warm inside, and it stopped me being <laughs> too depressed when the game was over. But like. I don't know. It would have been kind of cool either way because the last thing she really got to do was get pissed off at him and then he got his head caved in. You know, I don't know what you think I, about it. I like it, the but... flashback, but I, I see where you're coming from. I think it was I a nice still... little... I wouldn't trade it for the flashback that we had. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it was needed. It was nice, but it's like, hey, I either way would have been would have been cool. Like, it's bleak already. Like, uh, anytime they introduce music into stuff like that, you know, <laughs> when they start singing Pearl Jam, you know, it's just like, oh god. <laughs> you know, it's it's already like emotional. You know, fucking great music throughout the game, though. This one was a lot better though with uh, using popular like popular songs like pop culture. While the first one was all kind of uh, yeah. score, which is always amazing, though. You know. Yeah, no, I I really like how they brought in the music. Um, the future days by Pearl Jam, and then they had a completely missable moment as well is take on me when you're you're playing as Ellie in the open world bit when you just come into Seattle with Dina and she just plays it in the music store and it's like just a really cool thing that you might miss if you don't if you happen to not walk into the right part of that um into the right part of the store and find the guitar and stuff they have um they have other stuff as well they have like um I don't remember what song is playing but in the resort the guy is listening to a song on the radio is really fucking cool like it's the perfect song to be playing when you're kind of sieging that um that bass but I can't remember exactly what the, mm. the song was. But they did, like, I think they had other modern music throughout it. Um, oh, yeah, they have uh, Good Day by Ice Cube playing when you go through the, uh, I think it's one of the, what are they? They're not the Firefly anymore. They're post-Firefly. The Wolves? Yeah, the Wolves. Is it the Wolves? Yeah, so, like, you're going through the vent and somebody's listening to Good Day by Ice Cube. And I was like, oh, this is fucking great, you know? They have one of my other favorite games referenced in it. Hotline Miami, oh, yeah. and they have that soundtrack just oh, going, yeah. you know? Hands up. He's here. you know a girl named Nora? Sure, yeah. And you put that in the, the little promo. Somebody's dead beside a Vita, you know? I did, yeah. Somebody said it was a metaphor. I think, David, you were like, it was a metaphor for the actual life of the Vita, you know? The Vita, yeah. <laughs> Sony's just telling us, just stop playing the Vita, guys. Short-lived, you know, yeah. Yeah, I did think it was pretty funny that it's like she gets brutally murdered, just like... Fuck uh, you and your Vita. Just like that console yeah. did. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I also just thought it was, I thought it was such a weird moment as well. It was like, because it was really, they really focused in on it and they really kind of made it a... Uh, and they showed it in a trailer as well. Yeah. Just hearing the the like the Hotline Miami music in the soundtrack of that game is fucking amazing. But hearing that just play in Last yeah. of Us is like it must be fucking great for the guys who made the game because it's like it's a cult favorite, but it's like to get that kind of recognition of the one of the mm. most popular games in the world and will be remembered as that. Yeah. It's just like it's so a great cool. Game. Like the other feature I'm like in regards to the music is I'm not I don't know how to play a guitar, but that whole thing that you can play a guitar for real in the game in the theater like that first of all that scene is probably one of the saddest for me is when she starts playing um the pearl jam song again
anytime you're back in there you can pick it up and play it and you can see people online playing like johnny cash's hurt because they know all the chords you can actually what a fucking great feature that they put in just for for fun like you know totally didn't need to be there but it was just one of those little things that they add in that you could like just flexing again totally optional the things people have been able to play definitely very impressive there's all sorts of videos online of people playing anything you can imagine and they're just doing it's amazing yeah i remember people bitching as well about that at the end of the game she's playing the guitar and she can't play it now that her fingers are gone her two fingers oh yeah and somebody's like i I thought that was fantastic yeah and then it's, they just turn the turn the guitar around it's just like fuck off you know? <laughs> <laughs> i can no, do I, that i can do that I, yeah 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 i do that but i thought that was so well done because like the whole thing is like she goes to get revenge for you know for joel and like what happens in the end she doesn't kill your one because of a flashback of joel gets her fingers bitten off and then like that one big connection that they she had with joel of playing the guitar is now kind of lost. Yeah, like, I guess so you could also and say she, she goes home to like the empty house as well. Yeah, like she abandoned this for like to get her revenge, and now what? What does she have? You know what I mean? Well, she lost That's a part of herself. herself. <laughs> her finger, <laughs> well, her two fingers specifically. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I do think it's really good. I love the ending. I like the boat as well when you're entering the game. You know, when it's on the the ocean, and at the very end, it's on the beach and the sunset. The sunrise oh yeah i didn't know what the fuck that boat was mm. in the menu for ages and then at yeah. the end you're like hey i find it because i i was playing yeah. it so much that you just kind of forget about it every time you click into the menu you just kind of like what the fuck is there is there like an aquatic kind of level to this or whatever there is but not to that like doesn't look like that not boat. to in that sense yeah what did you think about because i'm not the type of guy to really know anything about it but the gameplay and stuff i know we want to use we're not going to get too technical here because uh god there's so many other podcasts you can listen to that um we'll talk about yeah. that and everything and i don't know what i'm talking about but i'm sure you do so maybe talk a bit about uh what you thought of the gameplay or if it, if it was shit or not well it wasn't shit i'll answer that right now but you know what was the problem <laughs> it, it definitely it definitely wasn't shit i think um i think the last of us um the original one was was great because it combines the gameplay and the narrative so well like you've got like a lot of games you know you'd have cutscene and then gameplay and stuff but i think the last of us and uh, other games too to be fair to it and the it have moved has moved on a lot and gotten a lot better since the first one came out but it blended them together really well and with the last of us too i just felt that other games had caught up in that area and that there were just parts of it where I was like, okay, I'm playing a game and I'm mowing down enemies because I want to get to the next bit of story. And don't get me wrong, it's done really well. Like it's it's still done better than most games where it's se- it's totally seamless transitioning from gameplay to everything. But I just thought it messed with the pacing a bit for me, and maybe it's just because I'm shit. <laughs> but um, I just felt that I was like, uh, there were there were large parts and large set pieces of gameplay which started to get a bit repetitive and great but i think it was also partly because i started really feeling this when when playing as abby as well where i was like i just want to get to the next bit because yeah. i was starting to lose my patience i with feel it. like your criticism is the game was so good <laughs> and emotionally yeah. impactful that i wanted to, get to, I wanted to just game. get to more of the story the, game, the game got in the way of the game like, well yeah it, it <laughs> but that but that, that 
that's exactly what it is. But no, the, but you, the that is a, got in the way of the story. Yeah, and that's it, a pretty big a little bit for me. Yeah, I think that's a perfectly legit, especially in a game. You know, a game uh, that the gameplay is getting in in the way of the story. Now, I don't think it's say it's, game it's one more time, and uh, we'll all win some sort of prize. <laughs> game. Um, the first Last of Us has incredible pacing. I think it's split up into stealth sequences, exploration slash story, and gunfights. I assume everyone's, you know, listening to this has played it, but you know the way it, it sort of rotates them around. You have your stealth section, then you have a story section, then you have it, and it just keeps going for the whole game. And the game's only around 12 to 15 hours, and I think it, it works perfectly. I beat the game in two sittings, and it was never... I didn't find it, you know, dragged on at all. la um, <laughs> I know, I'm just amazing. I'm just that here. good. I'm just that good. The, the story um, itself has a good pacing too, though, because it's seasons. Yeah. So it's probably easier to... I got kind of get those as you say yeah the, combat the, and then uh sneak missions or stealth missions and, and put them all together because they're following this it's we're gonna do the seasons you know what i mean rather than yeah uh, it, and it character. did like what andrew was saying there like in the first one even there were parts mostly near the end i knew i was getting to the end because you know it's been seven years just through osmosis you know when things are coming up so i'm like okay i'm really anxious to get to the next part but in the last was two they do that same thing with the rotating gameplay so they add a lot more there's a lot more stuff you can do you can jump now um and all this stuff you know <laughs> amazing revolutionary uh, <laughs> um but i i think the 30 hour length or however long it is might just be a little too long to be able to be carried by that i think it, it's not it's not it's not like yeah. it gets boring but it just i think it's carried a little too long with that where you're like okay this is getting a little you know I was definitely Tired. getting a little. Uh, I know, I know, Carl. You were saying that I don't. You know, what, what's the problem with it being longer? Like it's more of it, and uh, I get that it's more story and it's more bang for your brilliant part of it. But I think you do just get fatigued playing the same gameplay sequences over and over. I get that. Yeah, there's, uh, there's only so much. Th that's how I. There's felt, only anyway. so much new things they can do. I I found that yeah. with them. Yeah. Just to make a comparison to one of the other games I played, very rare for me to do this anyway, to play a new game, but the Miles Morales game, uh, the first one, the Spider-Man game, I fucking loved. I loved all of that, but playing the Miles Morales game, it's much shorter, but it was to a point where I'm like, didn't I just play something like this like five minutes ago? Like It's the same kind of thing kind of over and over again, which is fine, but it's, you know, it's like if you're playing, what, like a 30 game, 30 hour game, there's no new shit that yeah. you can really introduce to, to make it kind of but the odd, the odd yeah, thing, I know. Like the Rat King and stuff like that. Depends on how you play it as well. Like, you know, how many sittings or over what length of time. You know, it can really... Um, For sure. Like, a, yeah, so... We all, we all don't play it in two sittings like you, David. We're all not as uh, amazing. <laughs> I was pretty end. amazing at the end, by the way. <laughs> well, I feel like The Last of Us 1 kind of... just it, Like, it explored a lot of aspects of what you can do with the gameplay mechanics you know, like, the, the whole survival thing and with, with the zombies and the hunters and stuff. And it's like, there's going to be more of of that, and it's going to feel like more of the same. Just because, like, it's largely going to be similar mechanics. Like, are you sneaking around, like, hiding from zombies, or are you, like, in a gunfight or whatever? But I do, I do feel like it, it added some more things. Like, it wasn't going to be, like, an entirely new game, but what it did add, like, the Rat King was, like, an exciting part. And even like the the scars, like when they communicate by whistling to each other and stuff like that, and 
Oh, 100%, yeah. Oh, there, yeah. There, there was were... a lot of new stuff, yeah. I think, yeah. they added. There's new enemies as well, the Shambler and all this yeah, type of stuff. Like, yeah. And to their credit, I, I don't think they really have much space to work with. Like, it's... The last was... If you get past, it's, you know, the initial... If you suspend your disbelief just for the mushroom zombies and all, the rest of it's really realistic. Like, it's totally grounded, apart from that initial, <laughs> you know. So, I don't know... If you can look past the bullshit, the game actually makes a lot of sense. Like Yeah. yeah. If you get past the initial uh, pitch... <laughs> I, I get it. I like. I don't want to be selling the game short on its game. Oh, 100%. It's, it's it's a lot of fun. I think it's 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 fantastic. You've it's a lot just, more options than the first game. I think game. the it's problem just, maybe yeah. came more down to pacing or the amount of gameplay versus story. Because your fingers got too tired playing like the game. You had to stop to uh, yeah, exactly. chill your fingers exactly and ice it. because they started cramping. I had to I had to do little <laughs> do little stretches, <laughs> get an ergonomic controller. No, I I think they did add enough kind of like it felt like Uncharted at points, like those car set pieces, you know, and, and that kind of leads me into what was your favorite set piece? Don't, no one ever, like, don't all just King? say the Rat King though, because come on, like, <laughs> the Rat King is mine though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to talk about like the Rat King then first? Sure. It was kind of hinted at in the in the first game as well, wasn't it? Like. And I had heard some behind the scenes of it. They wanted. I think they to, took him out. Yeah, they wanted to bring this thing in, and there was character models made for it, but they took it out. And then I don't know. Since then, I felt like they were gonna bring something like that into this game. I did feel weird that it was Abby playing against. It. I thought maybe they'd have it like have you as Ellie. I feel like Ellie's kind of grown up with a lot of this stuff, and you experienced it with her in the previous game. Like, what? What's this? It's a loader or whatever. I felt like they should have done it with her. But either way, I thought it was great. I liked it with Abby as well because it could kind of fuel her. This is me I'm probably overthinking it, but it can fuel her kind of hatred for uh, Joel even more, even though it's past the point that she's killed him. But it's yeah. just like, you know, I, I really, really wish we had cured this. And especially she's in a hospital and she's seeing like patient zero. And it's this amalgamation of all these fucking guys stuck together to make one super <laughs> fucking... Clicker yeah, super, zombie. super, super mushroom yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, one big. It mushroom. is kind of ridiculous, but uh, I actually thought it was. Oh it was yeah, it's so horrific that he... of doing it though. Like uh, the original footage or the original drawings, or whatever of the one in the first game looked more kind of fantastical, but like I think tentacles, like something out of it looks the a thing. little Resident Evilly. Oh, that's that's actually why I love the yeah. Rat King. It felt like something out of yeah. Resident Evil, but a lot more grounded, where it doesn't like it. It has different forms in this game. But it's all yeah, just, the way it's it's parts like it falls off. It's not like it's gonna mutate into a fucking horse like in Resident Evil, you know. It's not gonna turn into a dragon with a fucking yeah, it, eyeball. It definitely feels like a bit of a a departure, but in a good way. You're like, no, this makes sense. I can get with this. It's not like it's a giant water shark thing that has eight heads and all this ridiculous yeah. type of um, and, and, and the setup, shenanigans. The setup, like it's in the basement where they like threw all the yeah, bodies for, for twenty years. So yeah, for like Patient Zero, but it's a kind of a shame though because they can never have another one in the game if they ever did a sequel game, which I don't know if they would do. But you can never have that again because it's set up in such a way that it's like these are Patient Zero. It's been they've been living there for what's it twenty five you know, years? As you said, yeah. like twenty years or something. You know, unless they they. Maybe they could do something like like they explain the shamblers away as because it rains a lot that sort of adds to the mutation. So maybe if one of them fell into the water or something, if, oh, if they yeah, yeah. spend a lot of time in the water, they they start. To... Didn't the shamblers? It was the shamblers, wasn't it? That were the like kind of sneaky. Ones. Oh, stalkers in the original. Stalkers, sorry. I... They they can see it, but they're also they'll kill you if if they touch it. They're like a between. Well, a they're they're different, a... yeah. In which the stalkers or yeah. the shamblers. The, the ones that look like a clicker, but they look more like almost like a tree uh, yes yeah, so, 
so they're stuck yeah in the original they they're were the yeah because people when the game came out they were talking about how oh no there weren't stalkers in the original I'm like guys i literally just played it there were now they, they're totally different enemies they, they act differently but um there are stalkers in the original i don't remember seeing them they're by far they're only in the game at one section and they're terrible the worst enemy ever it's in uh what's the name what's your man's name the fisherman who makes the uh he makes the, the of little ca- no the no you, you, the the fisherman the guy who um mitch or so whatever where the kids are the he, he was a, sh- a fisherman in the first now this is the first game this is only through letters it's only through letters you t- hear about this guy it's where henry and sam you get you get split up with henry and sam Oh yeah, in the cave. Yeah, I do remember that. You're like Anyways. in the sewers or something, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Then, like you see, like yeah. the society had had built up in there. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the only part in the game where there's stalkers in the first that, one. Yeah. I think. Oh, that's interesting. I should go back and look at that. That's yeah. They're not. They're not, they're not that fun. Another to fight bad at guy all. in that as well. They were like big stocky guys, but they didn't have like. Uh, there were bloaters. Yeah. They had like like a big solid like. Um, shell almost of a head they didn't have all the weird fungus coming out of them like the big uh the big fuckers in the new game who were like naked they were like well in the original there were the clickers the stalkers the runners and the bloaters and then okay, in the, they added yeah i think you something else then and the new and one the they added in the, the shamblers yeah and the reckoning yeah that i like the names King, yeah. though Oh yeah, no, it's a cool. Clicker is a great name for a zombie. Yeah. It's a very unique name, yeah. But yeah, the racking is is pretty. Uh, the way it's built up is very d- done very well as well. Because you sort of realize something terrible is going to happen. You're like, oh no. And I like that's why like the Abby thing is kind of cool that she's the one that has to do. It. And because I kind of preferred the stuff that you got playing Abby, so the guns were kind of better and everything. Yeah, so she plays like Joel, more... which is very interesting. Like the way that you don't need to, yeah. you don't need the uh, uh, whatever you call them, the specific knives and stuff. To knives that you need. Very quick aside about the racking. If you stop and just watch it, how fast it can actually run, it's really scary. Like it's really fast. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was, was really well scary. Yeah, that was terrifying. Like oh, the whole yeah. setting, uh, like of it in the flooded Very basement. And stuff as well, isn't it? And, oh man, I that game is still like it's funny how the red light um because yeah. it's, it's like the emergency lights that they put on, and like I think it's all flooded with cars and stuff as well. But like the whole um. That game was scary, like, in both ways. Because I, I see this game as a horror game. And, you know, I don't know what other people would consider it, but I would see it as a horror game. It's a horror game, but it's a drama with a horror setting. But, like, it's funny how, yeah. like, scary it can be where it's, like, you can completely forget that the the zombies are even in it. Like, yeah. the racking's scary, but then it's just, like, when other people, like, have you, like, oh, God, they're going to beat him to death, or, like, please don't torture this character or do worse things, because it's very much, like, a world filled with, like, rape and torture, and, like, even the, the kind of the more subdued kind of background stuff where you're walking through the facility of all the wolves and uh, Isaac, who's the head of them, played by Jeffrey Wright. I fucking loved when Jeffrey Wright showed up. I heard you two ran into some trouble. He's torturing them all. And it's oh, it's like, very totalitarian. Oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, he's he's torturing all the cult members who you think are like a void of emotion, but it's they're all. You can you clearly tell that. Okay, oh, fuck, they're all getting you know completely fucked up in there, and they're all cracking, you know, and releasing information. You know, yeah. I found it interesting that Jeffrey White was in it though, because the um the woman that co-wrote it, Haley Gross, she wrote Westworld, and Jeffrey Wright's a huge character in Westworld. And I think that's why I think the story has gotten ten times better than the first game. I think it's it's much better. I also think he probably needed a, a second opinion because it's not just writing about Joel. I'm sure he had writers on the first one, but these two are credited as the as the main two. There were two on the first, but I'd have to. I've been very. You see, I only I played them so recently. I didn't actually normally when I play something and I enjoy it, I'll 
read everything I can about it or watch everything I can about it. But with these, it was it didn't help that we were in the middle of a pandemic, so I kind of wanted to move away from them as soon as possible, just because you know it starts to get to you. Yeah, it's so like what I say when I was finished the first last was I didn't even want to touch things in real life. I just felt kind of like you think you'd become um, a zombie, David? I'll become a mushroom. <laughs> so giant COVID. <laughs> I really like the the flashback sequence with Ellie and Joel when they go into the museum. When he like he secretly takes her to the to the museum that he found the abandoned museum on her birthday. Close your eyes. It, it'll be worth it. <laughs> she's getting all excited seeing all the dinosaur stuff and joel's talking about jurassic park and then they go up to the space bit and she gets really excited and they have that whole bit they can't say the name though <laughs> an old movie about dinosaurs <laughs> oh, i thought it was good though it's like kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking <laughs> no, um, that scene is amazing there's a, there's a scene as well just to bring up Mars mouse again that's very like that where you're walking around like a museum um but yeah, no, that was, it was, but like, again, I don't know how long you took doing it. I fucking went to everything thinking I'd win something or I'd unlock some secret thing <laughs> after the, I missed the guitar thing. So like I put that hat on all the fucking dinosaur bones yeah. thinking that something else would come about it, you know? Was there not like a You get trophy a trophy for, for it, that, yeah. Though? Oh, but I, I meant like something yeah. built into the game. I don't, I don't care about all the trophies and stuff. David just died a little on Sadness. So that's why I didn't play the first one for so long because the glitch trophies. I loved the facts you learn, like the fruit flies into space type thing, and the, the scene. I don't know how Joel got that tape of the the. That's why I like the Last of Us too. The learning, yeah. it's educational, <laughs> mom. It's educational, oh. mom. <laughs> but yeah, I I just really enjoyed that set piece because I really like. I think that's I don't know. For me, that's where these games really shine is just that they can have all these character moments that. You just wouldn't have in other games. For sure. David, you got one? Oh, I do, absolutely. Those are all great scenes. Mine is a lot more... Uh, it's not a, a big one, quote-unquote, but it's when you first encounter the, the Seraphites and you're playing as Ellie. And, like, the very first time you see them, you get hit in the, in the shoulder with an arrow, and then you can't properly see who did it until you see these people with, like, pitchforks and torches and everything, and they're just whistling to each other. <gasps> I remember taking them out and I was like, that is the creepiest thing ever. They don't even, uh, like, just the lighting, the fire, the flames, the burning car. You don't even see them again, I think, for a few hours after that. You just have this one quick, these are the type of people that you'll be dealing with later yeah. on. It's And the music as well that plays is just a, a very slow thud, thud, just in the background. And you're just, everything stops as you're trying to figure out what's going on. I think it was really cool and atmospheric 100%, when you're, kind of, yeah. you're, like, going through the long grass and there's just the flames and the rain and the whistling it's, it's survival so horror good. yeah it's straight up what do you think of the seraphites in general and their whole community and the whole storyline with Lev? i thought they were a bit much at the start because it was like i'm counting down anything set in the apocalypse when there's weird cult members who speak in a funny way and they have their own rituals but they were fucking scary and they were and they they weren't it completely went against my expectation of like you think isaac is going to show up on the island and isaac's going to be a big villain to fight because Abby, you know, wants to protect Lev, and you think 
the cult leader will have the cult leaders will have some divine leader that's going to be a bad guy too no they're just kind of in the background and they're off doing their own thing so it it worked i enjoyed it yeah i think it was great i think it was a great set piece as well the whole city on fire the the burning village and everything yeah really cool and the brutality of them with abby in particular where she you're biting off ears you're cutting people's faces open you know fucking amazing it's interesting as well if you think about in the context of the world that presumably they could be like completely self-sustainable there and just have no no uh you know no fungus no if they had proper order there it would be interesting i i think it's david are you saying david are you saying that you'd be one of them no god no i i (laughs) (laughs) i i do think it's interesting that they go into detail about the different societies that have sprung up around the place like i'd love to see outside the u.s or even just around the u.s but outside like what's europe like what's africa like what's australia it's completely fine it only happened in america everyone's fine in europe (laughs) (laughs) i i that's why i like the like you're talking about the exploration of the world that's why i think the resort guys were so evil that i wanted to see more of them and that actually would be another one of my favorite parts of the game is that whole last act of just playing as ellie again and fucking everyone up yeah do you think though it's a little weird that uh it's sort of like with isaac stuff where they sort of appear in the game for only like a very brief moment and you're like oh this is kind of i feel kind of like they didn't fully explore now i know they only have x amount of time to do this and it's all the resources and all but it felt like they weren't fully uh there could have been a lot more done with them even with the seraphites like they don't really go much into the mythology or like what their beliefs are they're just that they're a cult i get that but i think it was a conscious decision where it was like it, it's not about that it doesn't matter because then i feel yeah. like as much as i would like to see that it's almost really indulgent in a way that it's like they're a just cliche. a means to an end yeah not like a means to an end but like a to see yeah like the villain you know the the like you're, you're gonna fight the leader of the cult and oh you're gonna get burnt in a giant wicker man or some shit like that that we've seen lots of times yeah. before in a game you know? oh yeah but even if like well they do sort of do this but even just a little more snippets of like lore bits that you can find just to explain but i i take what you mean I think that you is, get them there are a few the, like, yeah the mother the, the woman that yeah they all, like but she's long dead i was surprised that she was dead yeah i thought that was interesting um I, all i can say is on that front i'm glad i know some people aren't too happy about it but i'm glad they're doing a, a mini series like hbo are doing a uh, last of Us series or whoever is doing it um i don't know they could explore it in that i have questions about that that i'll talk to you uh towards the end of this because yeah. um i think it would be kind of shitty of us or a disservice for me not to talk about the crunch oh yeah that i don't even know what that is i know you think of crunch glenn you think of captain, captain crunch, crunch. <laughs> david you can explain the crunch then can you well yeah for anyone who isn't aware first of all crunch aware, so. generally is uh, a phenomenon uh, that's fortunately pretty endemic to a lot of creative industries but in a lot of places too where uh very long working hours and very not very pleasant necessarily work conditions it differs from where wherever you are you know what company you're in but naughty dog got into a bit of uh hot water about how allegedly the working conditions there there is a lot of very long hours it's not a very uh in some ways it it can be a little toxic as a workplace not exactly very enjoyable all the time to be working there they do have quite a high staff turnover people do say that that could be because oh well once you have a naughty dog game in your cv you can go off and do anything that might be true but i still think it's also could be that they could all just be bastards you know yeah exactly (laughs) i i think you should i don't think you can very easily just chuck away the whole crunch thing if you're just going to 
you know, I think you can't explain away that easily. Or at least it's something to consider that they have a high staff turnover. So, and there was a bit of controversy with this as well because The Last of Us won, Neil Druckmann won Best Director. And people, or I think he was nominated or at least. And people were suggesting that if you've, if your project runs into crunch, should you be eligible for that type of award? Because if crunch, depending on the situation, it could be evidence like with CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077 just came out and there's a whole thing about the management poor management can really really exacerbate uh, crunch like people say it's endemic but there are like super massive and Nintendo and all where apparently crunch doesn't happen or people are generally well treated so I don't obviously I don't know I don't work for Naughty Dog I wasn't there um, I, I just think probably a good idea to acknowledge this and point That's it out to people what your lawyer says David That's what my lawyer says <laughs> yeah, they're gonna come <laughs> what, what do you Neil think, Druckmann's what do you gonna think kick about me. it as a um, I, I guess like as a feature morally you know what i mean because like, I, I know people that haven't played this game that said i'm not playing it, i'm boycotting it because of the I'm yeah like, no Jesus. i understand like, that with every movie though fucking yeah. hell because movies like from a movie well, point of view yeah. you yeah. have to work yeah no a but long fucking time but i don't know the 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 ins and outs like why would a, a worker be have to spend his entire weekend there and not see his family you know what I oh mean? there's because all sorts of stories like people game, you know? divorces and all this type of stuff that happen as a result of this and people say well it's just an inevitable part of the industry but again i don't necessarily think it doesn't have to a, be, yeah it doesn't have to be a i don't think that's an excuse or i don't think we should shut down the discussion because of that oh well, of course it happens so why should we but no i take your point that it's it's it, it some people like to work under those conditions or i've done it before where on projects where i just there's this creative flow you get into but by choice though not by yeah like, there's a difference you're not gonna go see exactly family, yeah you know until you finished it it's like i think why that's... am i doing this i'm the most minor person it's not like neil Druckmann. if he's putting in the time of not seeing his family fair enough it's his baby you know he, he's getting the credit for it yeah but if it's like the most minor person being like why can't i go see my my newborn kid <laughs> yeah that's because this is more important <laughs> you know the two now, things get in there and fucking do the graphics on that rain yeah the two things for me are one <laughs> I don't think people should either deride, deride or mock people who don't want to crunch. I think that's kind of screwed up. And two, um, I think if people... I think the element a lot of people don't think of with the crunch discussion is that it, if it's the difference, like you said, Carl, between willingly doing it or there's a culture in the company where if you go home at half five or six in the evening, you're lazy compared to staying until eight or nine or ten or midnight when the rest of them you may not be literally bad, contractually yeah. bound to stay there but if you're the only one leaving you can sort of feel like i feel like you get that you do get that in films obviously like i, I know um toy story 2 for example was made under them conditions and stuff and obviously a lot of games there but like you look at like even hospitals a lot of doctors have to stay back and like pass the hours that they're contracted to like they don't have to but you know they they should <laughs> Yeah, but there's a difference between a doctor. That's true. And a, yeah, like, but I, this I, guy's I, bleeding out. Get in there and animate that fucking rain. You lose it. You fucking waste <laughs> of space. Like, like <laughs> even changing the world with this video game. I don't think games have been unionized, yeah. but movies have more yeah. so. You know, in America than over here. But because there's unions, it's like no, I'm I'm working my twelve hours if that's what's in the contract, and then I'm going home for what little time I can and then I'm back in tomorrow I'm not staying and you can't manipulate somebody because if you break those rules it'll fuck up your entire film if you're doing it that way I think it's 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 good when there's unions and that way because it does put everyone on a level playing field where you know everyone's working the same amount of hours regardless of their passion for the projects or 
Although, I mean, maybe not perfect. I'd say some people still will work. More ideal, hours, I guess. Obviously. But, yeah. You get less fuck-ups, you know, with, with, like, look at Cyberpunk that just came out that was yeah. terrible. Failure of management altogether. And then what, the, yeah, the backers? Yeah, that, that was all based in um, Poland. That, that, was it, that was in Poland as well. So it's a whole other, what if they didn't, a whole other if working they didn't environment over there. Punch, though, would the game have been... Well, the game still wouldn't be out. Then, well, it was... yeah. It's the fact that they had to do that and then it didn't get released because it was, I believe, the finances that wanted it. But if, if people got unionized in the gaming world, that means it's like the finances could bitch and moan as much as they want and it would still be like, well, we're not getting anything done because we're working union hours. So you can complain as yeah. much as you want, but you're going to release a broken game and that's for sure. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all a, a scale. Like there are companies that are very, apparently very nice to work for or like game, like I said, super massive. Nintendo have always had, Nintendo will have, have like magic pixie dust where they can do whatever they want and it seems to work for them. Or even a lot of news journalist sites and I'm sure it's like this in filmed in different types of journalism where there can be very seriously brutal Maybe not intentionally brutal, but it just ends up being brutal conditions where you get this game that's 60 hours long and you have to review it by, like, tonight. So you have to just sit there and just play through it. I think the important thing is that the discussion happens and that, you know, we can work towards, you know, fixing it or, you know, mm. being more well-rounded. Yeah. Why do you like the game? Like, why did you... Well, not why you liked it, but why were you drawn into it? Why do you consider it? I guess it's going to be... I know for Andy and Glenn and me... It's probably in our top five games, both the first one and the second one uh, uh, combined. You know what I mean? Probably in the top five. David, I'm sure yours is. The first one definitely yeah, is. I won't very even high go up. there. What your favorite game yeah. is, but uh... yeah, the first definitely is. The second, I think, is uh, very good. But I don't know if I'd. Again, it's such a miserable experience that, uh, like, is in literally as it's intended to be. I don't look back on it fondly, if you know what I mean. You just think, oh, that was really horrific. I guess that's the whole. It's succeeding. It's not fun. Yeah, it's a it's it's a dismal game. Yeah, like and I think to answer the question of what drew me towards it would be, it's just, it's like just a massive. It's like it's like just the number one, like it's a huge budget, huge spectacle, huge point of discussion for everyone. I think it's a game that everyone should play, and if you have a PlayStation, you should go and play it. Because yeah, hundred percent one of the best games out there and i think with the last of us 2 the reason i went for it is because like everyone is playing it and it's you know it's going to be good so you do what the masses tell you yes <laughs> you bounce the collective yeah, i know sheep. i know is that what you're saying sheep why did you go like gravitate towards it glenn i think i got the first game on land off you andrew I'm Jeez, like, Andrew, oh, you're really? a saint. You're a fucking saint for these games, right? You, you, you do work for the man. <laughs> fucking lending me the, the second one and him the first one. That's funny because I thought I had borrowed the first game when I played it the first time around. Unless I sublet it to you. Yeah, I, th I think you did. Didn't you borrow it off your brother? <laughs> I borrowed off That's scummy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I think I might have. <laughs> it's um, like, oh, he won't be down for like another week here. Have it. Just don't break it. Yeah, but like. I mean, I love the whole horror zombie aspect of it, but like what I loved about it, I think, was just the world building, especially in the first one. I thought it was just amazing to see, like, particularly how all the different groups, like, developed their own. Like, so you have people that are, like, waiting on the highway to ambush it. You have cannibals there trying to eat you, and then you have, like, um, the people that have gone and set up. Giraffe! 
You have giraffes. Look, giraffe. You have their own little. I feel like that's you know that's your whole thing about the game. Look, giraffe. I played it mainly for the giraffes, to be honest, and uh, partially for the zombies. But um, really makes it feel like a giraffe. We actually we actually never talked about the, the I giraffe, think the giraffe yeah. moment is one of my favorite like moments from both the games. Uh, it is, it I, is I mean, it's it cliche. Nice. Everyone loves it, but it's. I think it's just really well done. Yeah. Cool. What I love is like just before it, because just before it is the cannibal scene where Ellie's nearly eaten. Isn't that right? Yeah. Oh, and man, like, we never we never even talked about him. You could do a whole episode on the first one. It's very Nolan North actually voices yeah. him. Which is <laughs> really crazy. Actually. It's difficult to co- it's difficult to cover everything. Yeah. Because the two games are very long. It's like yeah. talking about it's like talking about two seasons of a TV show or more even. Honestly, like at the I, length of it. I I didn't want to talk about too much about the first one because I'd have to replay it, which, you know, I probably will after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the first one did have its fucking amazing moments too like but i think it all kind of happened for me towards the end of the game that whole thing of just trying to get ellie back and killing everybody was pretty amazing you know and torturing yeah. that guy you know uh there's other moments as well though like the um the cannibal bit in particular was quite brutal because he's kind of rapey as well if i remember yeah. he's pretty, oh yeah he's pretty yeah it is yeah. it sounds a bit like your man from south park but <laughs> Which he does, he does actually sound a lot like your man from South Park. Um... Well, you handled yourself pretty nice back there. <laughs> I'd say we make a pretty good team. We got lucky. Lucky? No, no. If they were really going for realism and stuff, which I know they are, but it's like, I think they were one step away from, oh, this is the bit with the KKK show up, you know? It's like fucking militant group that are just a bunch of neo-nazis you know i was waiting for something like that to happen but you know I well mean, even if it's clean like i mean if it, if it happened in real life I, I i think something that happened and the whole context of when the last of us 2 came out there were some unfortunate things that i think impacted on the story a bit i mean the, the last of us 2 a game about an outbreak and a game about a global pandemic out coming global out pandemic. during a global pandemic yeah. it like wasn't exactly the ray of hope that people were looking for yeah. <laughs> let's not throw the KKK into it as well <laughs> <laughs> or, it, was, it was meant to come out in April or it was meant to come out a few times it got delayed a few times it came out in June but like in the height of COVID still in the height of COVID but like it was definitely a grim time in the real world and for a plot that also centres around the creation of a vaccine and there were certain bits in it that I think, given the context of everything that was going on, it, it might have just taken away from it or that tonally might not have matched up or not might not have come across right. Like, I think the fact that they were... I remember playing it and, like, the first game ended and the whole plot of the first game was about the vaccine and about, you know, oh, well, if we just get Ellie and we just operate on her, we'll have a vaccine. And I think for people who don't know anything about, like, medical uh, like medical science or anything like that, you just take it at face value. But I think when the game uh, came out in 2020 and there was still a huge amount of the plot did revolve around what had happened at the end of the first game, I think it's also people really look into that moral choice where, well, was it a given? Because... We're trying to make vaccines now, and it seems pretty hard. Yeah, and I, I, I think 
a lot of what would have been taken as, oh, well, if Joel had just made this simple choice and sacrificed Ellie, then he would have saved the world, where we don't know that. Like, mm. vaccine production is really difficult. How would this post-apocalyptic world ever manufacture enough vaccines for whatever population is left? Where are the resources to do this? And even like, if... How likely is it that one patient yeah. would be the answer to this? All they know is that she's immune, but that might not mean anything. So I think I think it, it's... It opens up more questions. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, and it made it less cut and dry. You found it particularly hard to, to swallow because uh, cause you're watching it there with your doctorate, you know what I mean? So it's, it's much more difficult for you to watch it. This <laughs> is so unrealistic. <laughs> Just think some 7-Up and ice cream. Glenn, as a medical professional. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> I don't need to know, like, what's accurate and not accurate in The Last of Us. Well, the thing about the mushroom is it actually produces it. I don't care. You know what's edible in real life? Do you reckon they're in level five? Or... <laughs> Do you think the game coming out in COVID impacted the, or had an effect on how the story impacted you? I replayed the the first one during the pandemic, and I was just like, looking around at all the little uh, medical buildings and stuff like with like masks thrown everywhere and everything and uh, like during the height of the pandemic I was like oh god yeah. this is what we're masks on moment. all this type of stuff yeah yeah put, put your gas mask on everyone you have to go into a shop and <laughs> so they don't do anthem that gives you cordyceps <laughs> um, I don't think it affected me too much it gave me more time to play the game it was nice yeah that's yeah. true that's that's what I was saying as well. Like it's just it was nice to be able to play a game, but like in kind not in one sitting, obviously, but like kind of just I had I fuck all else to do. I can't go out, you know what I mean. So I may as well play this for I'll play this for the next I don't know week, you know what I mean. <laughs> for, like, be over every by then, part right? of the day was just dedicated to that, you know. Was there any new characters introduced, um, or like is there any side characters that you thought, and, and maybe let's keep it to the second one that you thought were a great addition and that you really liked? Maybe not Abby though, because. I mean, I personally like Abby a lot, but she's like a main character, like more like side characters that you thought were really fucking good to add into it. And I like really... the kids, the Scar kids, uh, Lev in particular. It was cool to see their world like through their eyes because they're like telling Abby or whatever. Like, oh, and we obviously we do this and we have all these sky cranes or whatever. And like they're there explaining their world, how they see it. And then some things that like, even Abby's their question is like, is that not a bit bullshit that you all have to whatever, like you couldn't shave your head or whatever stuff. And like, I just like the, the world building of it, but it was all coming from like these kids perspective of how like they're obviously innocent because they're just kids. And like they were born. Um, yeah. Lev was born into it. I'm pretty yeah, sure. And like, the, like they these are like the, the enemies of the, the wolves or the WLF or whatever that like the, the scars are. And like they're supposed to be all the, like evil, but they're just kids. And like, you should, like Abby relates to the kids, you know, and it like takes away from the. I like that you were you were able to learn about the Seraphites through Lev, yeah. and like he was able to tell what the what kind of happened, and you got a sense of what they were like. They were this kind of extremist, very religious person for casting them out. Lev is is transgender, in it, and I think they they handled that so well where they talk about it, where it's like no one. It's not like them announcing it, and it's like it's very much like there's a moment where they have to talk about it. It's the fact is it's quite sinister, where it's like they want me to be this thing that I'm not, and then they just go with it. You know what I mean? 
I heard some of your people calling him Lily. For a long time, I didn't understand why he was questioning the laws, the traditions. When he explained to me how he felt inside, I told him he had to keep it to himself. I was hoping he'd snap out of it. He seemed fine for a while. But then he shaved his head. In fact, you wouldn't even realize, like, if you're not paying attention to, like, what the, the, some of the scars yell out at you, or, um, Lev, and if you're not fully, like, it doesn't, it's not a huge, I don't think I'm qualified to even go near the whole conversation on a macro level, so it doesn't, uh, like you were saying, it doesn't call attention to it the way you would think. Yeah, I, uh, other characters that, um, yeah, I think, I think, I, I actually really enjoyed the character Athena. I don't really oh, know why. Oh, sorry, yeah, she was she, I just thought she was, um, I very think realistic. she was, yeah, I, I think that's what it was. I think she felt very real and very grounded, and, uh, I think she was a great contrast to Ellie. Because it really brought out Ellie's kind of like just how obsessed she was, and to have this person there who was especially at the end when they're when they're living in the house together and stuff. I think having a character like that to kind of ground it and be like, look at look at what you have, and yeah. like why are you doing this? It kind of it kind of drove home how far gone Ellie was. Her her baby would be long dead though. She got but like she fell through buildings. She did all this stuff when she was pregnant. I was like, that baby should be well dead, you know? It was cool to have the like them have that slice of life on the farm because the PTSD was so disturbing. Uh, what do you think of Jesse? Oh, I like Jesse too. And when he cool. died, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I felt kind of sorry for it. It felt like he was just sort of <laughs> discarded out of the story. I know they named JJ after him. I but... mean, he, he had a real, like, he had a real uh, unceremonious. Yeah, so yeah. But I kind of like when they when they do that, you know, where they just, it's like, oh, you just got blasted in the face, you're fucked. Same thing happens to Man. A few on the other side also were just discarded like that as well. So it's I'm not saying, but it just felt weird. Felt kind of sorry for him. I totally felt the Manny one coming, though. Yeah. I remember... Yeah. I thought you'd fight Manny a lot more because he was very... I didn't like Manny at all yeah. throughout it. Even like when you got to see that other side of him, I was like, mm, you're still kind of a prick. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the own character I loved, he was very... like When he died, I was like, ah, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. He, he made all the right decisions, really was not a bad guy, and then mm. got killed. So that was a shame. He cheated on his woman, though, to be fair. Ah, come on. It's the end of the world. <laughs> Your one, Mel, was she the one who was pregnant? Mel was, pre Mel was the pregnant one, yeah. I thought it was for Dina as well. I thought it was like, guys, he is really doing this going into a war zone when you're pregnant. But anyways, yeah, the whole the whole male thing though, where they were like they were like throwing her onto a truck with a gun or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm shooting for two here. I like that though. Yeah, that was a little bit. Um, it's how kind of fucked up they are. Where it's like, well, you know, you're a doctor. We need you out there, yeah. like you know. Yeah. And she didn't want to leave Owen. I think alone with Abby. Or I can't remember. There was a nice little love triangle going on there that had a very satisfying conclusion when the awkwardness of him choosing abby over her and then she just gets killed you know <laughs> great stuff uh david do you have a favorite character or a new character i don't know if i'd say favorite or new like i liked them all generally i like you were saying manny felt a bit they have a, a bit of an issue at the start when 
because we're seeing it from Ellie's perspective and Joel's perspective, you're automatically they have to work hard for us to like them again because you're already oh yeah you the initial many spits on him and everything yeah and you're like ah like, this guy yeah, kind of yeah. and you don't mm. you don't live enough with him to be like I just remember him but the reason why I don't like him is when he cuts the line yeah he's like, you bastard never cut the fucking line I know yeah guys there's an honor system we're dealing with here guys without a society cl- crumbles. Um, yeah, without the uh, the end of the world or not don't cut the fucking line really <laughs> so it's <laughs> it will re-crumble even more so now crumble even more so yeah um, I did like oh, I didn't have any serious like oh I really like these characters it, it was sort of the same with the first with the side characters it really was mostly the main characters like I liked Abby a lot and, and the, the the Scar kids um, but beyond that the rest were like oh yeah these guys are cool you just generally feel sad for everyone on either anyone's side you're like oh, it's really it's really tragic the whole thing what did you think of the original score um, the original music in this game I didn't think it was as good as the first one I don't really remember much of I it have to agree. apart from the, the when you first see the scar, the Seraphites the, the little but that's just a beat but that was you know yeah, the first yeah, one that, that was good actually but yeah I thought they would bring in more of the first I still liked it, but I thought they would bring in more of the first, the first one's score. Like the first one's the score, yeah, it's it's just music. very special. I think the first one's pretty much iconic at this stage. Is Gustavo Sant? Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his surname, Santo Alala, but uh, yeah. I I think his score in the first game was like one of the best in games. Um, Perfect, yeah. It's a new new game, new character, new score though as well, and and I think the game kind of did it for me with music from the trailer to like so when the game was over i was hooked like so just the trailer when she sings uh the true the valley song a fucking amazing trailer yeah. like because i know i'll kill my enemies when they come never made it to the game i don't think no uh, it was more pro jam <laughs> but it was good yeah. yeah yeah it was a very good trailer song one, one thing i'll just i'll finish on this is this is like David. You brought it up earlier with TV shows, or, or like uh, how they do an adaption. But how would you? Because I have my opinions. But how would you do an adaption of this? Would you do it through TV or through film? My thing would be hundred percent do it through TV. TV, yeah. Um, and, and don't go a, too far with it, you know. Yeah, I think video game adaptions to other media get a really bad rap, which is kind of which I make makes total sense since most of them are terrible. Um, this is basically a movie already though which is yeah kind of like we have we we have examples of like it working in both my beloved sonic movie of course and then you have castlevania for tv so i i do think tv is the best way to go oh you guys i had to get it in somewhere the tv what i would do is i think there's a few ways you could do it one you could do it as it's happening and you could even really make it depressing by how there's early signs of oh the vaccine's gonna work and it's only like six months since the outbreak and then you're like oh they're they're desperate to find this thing that just doesn't work or you could follow different characters throughout. I'd kind of like to, if they really wanted to be nasty with it, they could make it very heavily parallel to COVID, except obviously way worse with the, you know, and really, if you really wanted to go into the paranoia of it. Um, but yeah, that, I think that, that would be ballsy. That would be, yeah. Um, I would I mean, respect really. the artistry. It's pretty much already like it. Oh, it? yeah, but it's people might COVID, think. It's just like, yeah, but if, if they were doing the start of it, it's like gradually, it's in the background, and it's like people are like, it's in China. It's not going to yeah. reach you over. Oh, shit. You know, yeah. and you can kind of take that approach. But any kind of infection thing, I feel like pretty much is going to play out like COVID, you know? Like yeah. People kind of don't really know what it is until it's too late. And when it's too late. Yeah. Unlike fuck, which COVID is obviously really terrible. But it, it, obviously in The Last of Us, it destroys the entire, you know, 
was it two thirds the world population or something? Um, Have it like COVID, where uh, just it's all true Zoom. It's it's a lot less uh, dangerous. So there is clickers, but as long as you stay in your house, yeah, you could even start it on Zoom, Zoom calls. That's how the, the show starts. It's just them talking about the news or whatever, and it gets more and more. Um, you, you could just add on to stuff, I guess. You yeah, know, you could make more characters more developed. You you have flash like there's a whole side game that I never played where Ellie. Um, you could follow yeah, characters in the game. Actually, reveal yeah. that she was a lesbian. You could do that in as the a DLC, whole yeah. string of episodes. Or like, left behind. No, it should. Oh, it should. It's, it's amazing. That's I should get so it. Yeah. You could show like how the cannibals. It also fills in fell some, to it. fills in a little bit of a gap in the first game's narrative as well. So uh, I definitely recommend it. So you could flesh it out that way. You know, show how the cannibals became like because they said in the game they've only started turning to cannibalism in the last year. So you could probably show the like desperation of it all. Yeah. 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 I feel feel like it's one of those shows that like it needs a budget of of like a um The Chernobyl guys are on it. Standard. Yeah. Oh, like they they can do the effects on it. Like they do like with HBO shows they kinda more go towards practical effects, which I think is better. I yeah. hate to see like again, I'm gonna bring up The Walking Dead because it has a lot of comparisons with like uh cannibals and cults and stuff but they're all terrible like it's a really fucking bad show goes on way too long as well yeah it went on way too long is it still going yeah it's still going really bad effects and and everything and like it's one of those things as well where it's like you can see all this thing you can see child murder you can see all this stuff but none of the characters can say fuck like what what the hell you know why am i watching it's like in uh breaking bad that always kind of drives me crazy breaking bad it's about meth heads and stuff it's like why did no one say fuck thee they are all so polite um (laughs) like i know people have done this already but like um like a good tv show and you make it about four seasons and that's the first game and the second game like together you'd have to to make it like that you'd have to age up the characters you'd have to have characters actors playing younger versions of themselves so like ellie you couldn't have like it go like a season a year you'd have to take a natural pause or just get an actress to play a kid basically for the first game so like everyone has their ideal casting but i don't know who would jump to your mind but like i've seen some people talk about like people would want hugh jackman to play joel and i'm like yeah that's that's pretty much played it with logan though I'd, i'd like to see um henry cavill play him like henry cavill looks like him he's about 37 he could be good yeah it'd be a nice change of his kind of i mean i know he's in the witcher but like to play a character as brutal as joel i think would be quite cool um i think ellie's a much harder person like uh, hugh jackman would be cool too though he's like he's like in his 50s he'd be the right age but he's pretty much played that character if you've seen the movie logan he plays the character where he needs to get you know it wasn't um oh what's her name Arya from Game of Thrones Maisie, Maisie Williams. Williams wasn't yeah. she originally yeah, slated she to play Ellie too. or something but I think that the ship yeah. has kind of sailed on that because she's gotten no she's, she's like in her she's 20s now. now she's like 23 or so, 24 and, I, you know. I feel like she could still play young but like yeah but I mean like, like not in part two not like not, not 13 14 year <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, I know I, they always I, have like 30 people... year olds playing teenagers but it wouldn't work without it <laughs> yeah Toby Maguire the player people there said you know. um <laughs> the fellow who played uh, Jamie Lannister what's his name uh oh god uh Nicka Nicola Custer Waldo yeah to play him as well I'm like uh, he's not very I mean I like him as an actor but I don't think he's very likable as a a Joel kind of character he'd be too 
I don't know. I think he'd be too cheeky or something like. He's got that kind of personality that I go for. Like, I see his characters. He's always kind of a smartass and stuff, so. I haven't seen him in anything other than Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like he can maybe. do serious, though, you know? For for Ellie, I was looking up ideas today, and, like, a lot of the ones I looked up or I, I or, or the ones I thought of myself were already there. So, like, um, if it was, like, Henry Cavill, what's your woman's name? Millie Bobby Brown. They did that Sherlock Holmes movie, but oh, yeah. but then I was thinking, what I what I want to see her, and then I was thinking, you know, your woman who plays, uh, she plays Mad Max in Stranger Things, Sadie Sink is her name. She's the the redheaded one. I was like, she'd be good. She's like eighteen. She could pass off as as like the fourteen year old Ellie, and then when they want to go, you know, older with it, she'd be able to come back and play her. Um, in the later yeah. kind of second half of it, and then yeah. as well, uh, Sophia. Sophia Ellis, who was um, Beverly in It. I think, I don't know if she could play the oh, younger yeah. one that much, she but could I be thought pretty she'd good. be very good. Yeah. She would be good, actually. Yeah. And to that, I just actually don't know. I can't think of many child actors. Yeah. But I think they're the, I, they're I, the main ones. Yeah, yeah, so, pretty uh, much. Yeah. yeah. I remember <laughs> I, I was looking. The... Yeah, it was yeah. like just yeah. all the, the Stranger, Stranger Things, things and It. The fellow that plays Dustin. That's all the child actors I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who played Dustin would be good as Ellie. Um, I looked up who would play uh, Abby as well, and um, like that's an interesting one because Abby has a very much a body type that Hollywood doesn't want. That movie people wouldn't get cast in movies with that. So like, if you're gonna mm. cast somebody, either it's uh, a no-name kind of actor, a first comer, um. Who who's now the, given the chance to do this, you know, who looks like Abby, who's who's bulked up and everything, or you get another actress, um, who who actually would have to bulk up for the role. I was also thinking like if if they bulked up, Jennifer Lawrence would be an interesting choice, <laughs> uh, if she bulked up for it because it'd be so like against type. But <laughs> the one that keeps coming back in my mind that was my third <laughs> third one was why not just cast Brie Larson. <laughs> Everyone already has such problems with her. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, why not just go the... for her? That would actually be pretty crazy, yeah, so I don't think that's ever I, been done. I think she's I like, think she's a good actress. I think she's, she's in shape as well from the uh, Captain Marvel movie. If she, she got even more kind of muscular, she's not going to get... Like, she gets more hate. I think she could just absorb it and be like, fuck you all, I'm going <laughs> to lean into it now, and I'm going to play Abby, and I'm going to go fucking kill your precious Joel. I, you know? I actually think she'd be a really good choice. I think she, like... Be very meta uh, I, with the, I the fan say, outrage. I, I yeah. see her in that role. Just fucking what about, feeds um, off the hate now. <laughs> raw sodium. What about your one that played uh, Brienne of Tarth? She'd be. Uh, that, that, that's what I feel like. I'm gonna I'm gonna berate you now for it, but I feel like that's what a lot of people's choices would be, though. For like, who's a big woman? Um, <laughs> let's yeah, well, go, yeah. Brienne. You know, why not get the fella that played the Hound to play Abby? That would be good. <laughs> I'd actually, you know what, if, if like, I'm, uh, you know, I, I don't try to belittle um, uh, wrestlers who are actors, because I think, like, Batista is an amazing actor, like, in his, like, even in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, he's great, but, like, if you've seen him in uh, Blade Runner and stuff like that, he's really fucking good, but I'm sure there's, uh, I'm not, I don't watch wrestling anymore, so, like, but I'm sure there's a female wrestler out there that could really nail it on the acting point, like, as well, that could, like, be their first role and and have the 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 build to play Abby, you know. Like they, they, there's a lot of possibilities there, you know. There's not just the main characters though. There's the other people I'm looking forward to seeing, like Tommy, get cast in it, and then 
not even going into the seat like the sequel has so many of the side characters i think for isaac yeah. just get jeffrey right back again you know what i mean he yeah. well, oh, it's, no, that's it's if it even him, follows like, you know the, I mean? the games though it could just be a totally different set of uh characters which would also be pretty cool i think people are kind of down on the show it seems people like don't want it to be made um i think i, I think know. people want i don't know I, th- I think there's a weird thing with it where people want it to exist as it's you know it's a game it was made to be a game yeah it's this is the way the story should be told so people will be purists but it's an adaptation at the end of the day exactly it's like a book to a film or I a think film it's, to... i think it's a story we're telling in yeah. other places could get more people in but like we were yeah. also saying like like why make a, a sequel the first game was so perfect kind of thing i feel like you can yeah, still add true. to to it and adapt and stuff you know i mean nothing needs to be made but it's like money yeah, it'll happen and they're gonna do it either way and it sounds like they're going the right route like hbo is making it which means there can be so much nudity swearing and violence as you could want and they're gonna have like a good length of an episode and the production value is probably going to be very high so you know go for it if it's gonna if it's gonna fail at this like with all that behind it then it was gonna fail either way so i'd rather see it made like that than made by some network that Druckmann's working on as well yes i you know we'll see what happens yeah and like it's made by like tv writers yeah the the standard's getting better we're you know adaptions video game adaptions were, were coming along uh yeah that was that was us talking about the last of us too that's a probably a longer one than usual but i think it was needed for a very very long game it's it's tough to it's tough to go over everything no for sure yeah Uh, like maybe we will go back and talk about the first game in more detail whenever i get around to replaying it and we'll do uh, a more kind of direct one there if you haven't played the game give it a go you know if you have 30 hours to spare you probably do if you're living as well um cormac mccarthy's the road i haven't read it i actually mean to get it apparently just dropped this in here very big in for inspiration for it so um so that's another option no no david i'm already talking about a game on this films podcast i can't go talking about literature like oh yeah but if if someone's gonna be like oh you know it's a book actually before it was a movie i'll mention it don't make him read (laughs) (laughs) follow four for films on instagram at four for films you can follow me at instagram at calcal underscore director andrew do you want to shill anything yeah you can follow me on instagram at andrew bradley media david do you have anything you want people to follow and you know anything you want to shill oh yeah uh, i do have another podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's the signal Uh. (laughs) sorry another podcast sorry go on Uh, yeah the the playback podcast with (laughs) my mutual friend Um, the 404 films podcast with david Girana. you don't need to show that quick shout out to uh, uh, carl yeah (laughs) well my mutual friend uh, carl from 404 games um go ahead show your show your other podcast uh yes for uh, gaming and nerd culture uh the playback podcast if it ever comes back which it will Glenn, do you have anything you uh, you got to shell your uh, thing, your your art, your high art? Yeah, my be- my beautiful art Instagram I'm at Glenn underscore insta underscore art. Yes, can you go follow that if you're artist? Yeah. Go look There's at that. Some high for, quality uh, content on there for sure. Yeah. yeah some, a, uh, a solid few seconds of entertainment you still get. I don't want to call it memes. Like I want to call it like surrealist art because avant. I was gonna say shit posting, but uh. <laughs> 
let's say surreal art makes it sound better. But uh, there Me we go. Exactly. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Just Bye. sing a song there when he is. If I ever were to do. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just we're getting a really depressing. <laughs>